You want a hot body? You want a Bugatti? You want a Maserati? You better work, bitch. You want a Lamborghini? You want a Martini? You want to go to Perry? You better work, bitch. Let's get to work, bitch. Oh, you crazy? You must be crazy! I'll tell you crazy! I don't know about these other guys, but we are like a superhero. No? We're like... We're not crazy! Everybody knows you never go full retard. Muhammad is the most commonly used name on earth. We had a fucking buck for one. Did you get that memo? Yeah, I got the memo. Picasso is dead. Walt Disney is dead. I'm dead. Steve Jobs is dead. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Welcome to the Mentally Gone Podcast. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Mentally Gone Podcast. As always, the first minute or so should remind you that you are on the Mentally Gone Podcast because that is the universe that we've created together, you and me. Welcome. Just you and me. Welcome to my universe. Let me whisper in your ear real quick. <sighs> Anyways, guys. <clears throat> my voice always cracks because I have not fully gone through puberty yet. What? Yeah. Your balls didn't drop? No, I'm still looking forward to my 14th birthday. Wow. This beard that I have going on is just a prop. I strip it right off after every episode. Yeah, you I've... guys don't want to see that. I've seen that. <laughs> oh, my God. Disgusting, dude. After every public appearance. So this is my partner, Callie Lacerda, you oh, yeah. who, who forgot to introduce I forgot himself. to introduce um. The man who needs no introduction, uh, yeah. Callie Lacerda. And I am Brittany, bitch. Brittany, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm Michael Scott, and that's Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, bitch. So your name is? Gabriella Lopes. Speaking to the microphone, how about that? I Gabriella Lopes, okay. I said. Right, guys, we want, heard me. We, we want clear and audible content Do here. Do you guys want me to speak like this? Yes. Sorry for Speaking your ears. Speaking to the microphone. Rest in peace to you. I feel ears. like if I almost kiss the microphone during the entire episode, my voice doesn't have to even go up a pitch. I could talk like this the whole time. Be really close to your ears. Ears. I don't like that sound. It's vibrating right, guys, so my drums. Let's jump right into it. First topic of discussion for today will be a colleague of ours because we are hitting the status of elite on TikTok with almost 1 million followers. Uh, Addison Ray, our next door neighbor. Welcome, Addison Ray, to the show. Where's the clapping? Oh, which it's, one is it? It's the third one. Yo, you had it. It's the third one. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Addison Ray, to the show. Addison Ray is our special guest today. Addison, tell us, Addison, how was it? Posing in a bikini that is now known and criticized as being blasphemous? Satanic even? Yes. Masonic? Mm. Do you, do you want to... Mocking of the religion? All right. So for those of you who don't know, Addison Ray, that's right, the TikTok star that blew up and changed the lives of everybody around her, became even more famous than Kim Kardashian herself. Did she? Probably not. Um... <laughs> Probably not. But Addison Ray has recently been under fire for wearing a bikini that was in partnership with two brands, Adidas featuring Praying. Mm -hmm. So it was like this weird overlay where in the Instagram post, if you want to talk a little bit about like specifics and like guide us through. 
Oh, about the specifics of the bikini yes. itself. So in this photo that she's posing with the bikini, you see on both of the parts of the top piece of her bikini is written father and son. And then the bottom part, which is not shown in the photo, but is shown in the merchandise of the brand Praying, says Holy Spirit. So it's called the Holy Trinity Bikini Line. In the groin area. In the groin area, yeah. And <laughs> she recently deleted that photo and mm. deleted that post, but it was in collaboration with Adidas and Praying. Mm -hmm. And then the overlay said Adidas Praying. Mm. And then just Father, Son. Which a lot of people are obviously now triggered, right? Especially the Christian community. They're saying that it's um, it's these celebrities again, right? Like right out, like it, it's this constant pattern of just mocking a certain religion. Like mm -hmm. why? Like why choose Christianity of all these religions that you can kind of like choose from? Like why mock that religion specifically? And that's my question for the broader, I guess, system of like Hollywood. I think I know exactly why. Why? I think Christianity is targeted because it's associated with conservatives. And mm -hmm. so liberals, for example, or anyone who is not a conservative and who has these um, opinions of Christianity and them imposing their religion on other people like to make a mockery of their religion because it's associated with conservatives who have other morals and traditions that don't align with what we see today right you know in in like the progress of today's generation i guess my question is do you think that this stunt this public stunt was for publicity was to garner more attention was to just be in the spotlight which has successfully granted her that position even if it's an infamous position or do you think there's something deeper and this underlying, I guess, agenda behind it? Because if you think about it, does Adidas really need the extra attention? Mm -hmm. It's already a huge brand. So why would Adidas collab with this brand that's known for making these these um, blasphemous pieces, these pieces that, so, that are so overtly against this um, religion, right? Which if you really like trim it down... Uh, I'd say the bulk of Americans are Christians mm -hmm. versus any other religion. Yeah. And so you know that it's going to create this controversy. You're already a huge, well-consolidated brand, and you didn't get there by just being dumb. Like, you understand what this is going to have, like, what this is going to cause. And so is this post or is this collaboration basically communicating to the public that her allegiance with the Masonic Order has been well-consolidated and has been stamp like like with the stamp of approval from adidas who, who's huge right this multi-billion dollar brand that's known for being in bed with you know deep state or you, you know what i'm saying yeah maybe and and what's what's interesting that you said though is the brand is called praying right i didn't think of it as them blatantly mocking religion I looked at it as them using religion, which is such a polarizing and controversial sh subject, and sexualizing it because that's good for marketing. Right. Because there's also other pictures, which I don't know if you saw, but 
with, this, with like cereal poured right, into the groin area. This praying brand also has a pair of leggings and on both of like on one of the thighs it says God's and then the other one says favorite. So it's God's favorite. Right. Right. And then in the picture, you see the the girl's hand like pouring milk over her groin area again with cereal in it. Which is for you to eat out of eat her groin out of area. it, right, right? Exactly, and she's wearing these leggings, which is strange. I think there's one picture where it's the bikini. Yeah, in the bikini too. And there's like Fruit Loops being poured into the groin area. Oh, that was the leggings. Was it? Yeah, it was the oh, leggings. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was that one. So God's favorite, right? Do you think that they're sarcastically nodding towards like Lucifer, maybe? Because Lucifer was obviously God's, like, was God's favorite at a certain point. But then he let it get to his head. And then that's where he became kind of like drunk off of power. And he got, you know, I think this praying pushed out of heaven. He got what he got. He got expelled from heaven. Expelled from heaven. Yeah. He got basically let go of. But I think this praying brand is definitely satanic to an extent because they also have another sweater that that's supposed to say you matter, don't give up. But the way that the words are aligned, you can read it as you don't matter, give up. Right. So it's like feeding into that. this like consciousness of of like a dark reality and 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 planting seeds into people's minds that that they're worthless. So it's basically promoting suicide. It's yes. promoting blasphemy. Yes. It's promoting occult ways of thinking. And it's using a TikTok star on the most popular app in in the history of humanity to promote and be a puppet for this agenda. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because the overlaying on the picture that is now deleted that she took down, it showed her bikini, right? Father, son. And then the overlay was Adidas praying. So you can also interpret that as like Adidas is praying mm-hmm. on these like celebrities, is praying on these puppets, is praying on the youth. And then it's trying to basically contaminate the youth and just I guess dismantle any pre-existing morals and ethics and like anything that that was basically um, established, established and respected before. They're mm-hmm. trying to just de- destabilize the whole system. Mm, that makes sense. And and also re reprogram the way that we associate certain terms. So like instead of viewing the Holy Trinity as something pure and holy we're now being shifted into this like understanding as like a sexualized thing. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to like sexualize these religious things, you know, like these religious um, exactly. properties, I'd say. And I was going to say that too, because pe- people who follow the Christian religion or Christianity are considered children of God. And to say God's favorite almost implies this like sexual innuendo of mm-hmm. of like sexualizing children too to an extent or just sexualizing basically sexualizing a religion that's very traditional and conservative like i said before and giving it giving it this whole different outlook that they're saying you know they're basically making implications of of the how do I say this? Of what's the opposite of what the religion stands for? Because this is a religion that stands for celibacy before marriage and et cetera, et cetera. 
and this this whole like advertisement and marketing scheme that this brand is using is completely going against the values of Christian people and Christianity right. by hypersexualizing it and selling sex, right. which is what goes against, you know, traditional values of Christianity. Which is basically using God mm -hmm. to sell sex. Exactly. Which is crazy. And I think it's worth noting that Addison's Ray Addison's, Addison's, yeah. Ray. Addison's Ray Bands. Or Addison's something. Ray Bands are amazing. I think it's worth <laughs> noting that before anything else. Uh, the, the main positive takeaway. Um, I think it's worth noting that Addison Ray has her core audience is mainly like young girls because mm -hmm. like that's what made her blow up and like reach this this um, level of fame. And so you have to understand that when like now she's trying to transition and it kind of reminds me of the whole Justin Bieber era, like era where he was trying to transition into a more mature artist. And then he came out with like boyfriend and stuff. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it's like tricky now because then these artists, in order for them to be respected as as mature artists, they have to rely on selling sex. And that's essentially what every mature artist does. It's either sex through love or or sex behind the mask of love but it's always like leading to that mm -hmm. you know what i'm trying to say no yeah that that yeah. makes sense and and one thing i wanted to point out really quickly is that the the catchphrase for this bikini or the motto that they're using to sell this bikini is incredible faith powerful healing bikini and it retails for a hundred dollars wow and that's what they're using as the line. So like I said, this brand is promoting it as if they're in support of Christianity and of the Holy Trinity, right? Mm -hmm. By calling themselves praying, you know, the act of praying, which is a spiritual and religious, you know, practice. Practice. But in in reality, when you look beyond the surface, which a lot of people fail to do, you see that it, it truly is making a mockery and using something that's so polarizing in order to market themselves up. And hence why the price is a hundred dollars for basically controversial, basically for floss. Like that's what it is. It's like dental floss and yeah. you're paying a hundred dollars. Barely because, covers anything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So anything else on the topic? Um, I'm trying to think, Oh, she's yet to, she's yet to comment on, like on it after she deleted it so that's something else too and i saw that she went on to posting um as if if as if it's business as usual mm -hmm. so she hasn't commented on it but she's also continuing to just post other content so she's choosing to ignore it i think in part that might be because celebrities they what i've noticed is celebrities who don't apologize right away it's because they're 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 working up the public, right? Mm. Garnering all of this attention towards them. And then they wait for the perfect moment when it starts fading out or dying out to apologize to bring the attention back again. And it's like, oh, we finally got an apology months later or weeks later. And then I think like I think that might be the game that she'll play and that eventually will get an apology where she says that she never meant to offend anyone. And it's all like calculated. Just like Will Smith's exactly. apology. Exactly. Which he, only came months later. He waited. And I bet you, I bet a, a big dollar bill that his book sales rocketed. Probably. During that time frame. Probably. And his YouTube channel probably went up instead of the opposite, which is what you would expect, right? It's like a decline in everything. I bet everything went up. 
Maybe. And then he, and then he started seeing things kind of plateauing, and then he was like, "Oh, it's time for the apology. Let's get the attention back," just like you said. And then did the product placement. <laughs> product placement, and right. then people now buy just water. You know. Interesting though. Definitely an interesting topic, Addison Ray. I'm shaking my head over here. Mm-mm-mm. You're giving in to the devil's work. Anything else <laughs> on the topic? No, that's it. Speaking of the devil's work, both of us have recently seen the video, the music video for the baby's recent song, "Tough Skin." Mm-hmm. It's literally the baby being crucified crucified and surrounded by these weird looking figures that are wearing like white masks all red clothing maybe resembling demons devil imagery going on there it's very similar to what kanye did with his donda rollout where he was dressed in that all red puffer uh, Puffer coat yeah gap coat um red is symbolic in the masonry world red symbolizes um, sacrifice and throughout the whole video, he's obviously being sacrificed. So many people believe that it's a sacrificial ritual taking place. Um, there's one part of the video where he's literally being cleansed with a flamethrower, which is symbolic in occult circles. They utilize flame as a purifying agent. So people are purified in the flames of hell and they resurface as a phoenix and become a god amongst men. Wow. And that's literally what he's depicting. He's showing everybody that, hey, I am above this god that you worship. I am here. I am real. This god is only symbolic. And I am overlaid, like, I am being overlaid on this symbol because I am real. Mm, So you will worship me. And he doesn't actually die in the video. No. After. So all of these things that are happening to him, because there's also a, a part where they're throwing stones at him. And I thought of the phrase in the Bible, like he who he who has not sinned cast the first stone. So I, I found that interesting because of all the backlash that he's been receiving after his homophobic comics, for example, and people, you know, being so quick to throw stones and criticize him and just try to cancel him without like looking inwardly at the sins that they have done themselves, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah. And so I thought that that was supposed to be a little reference to that. But all of these things that you see happening to him, he still prevails in the end. And, and you just see him still there just hanging on. Yeah. Not only prevails, but after the fire ritual he basically resubmerges shining mm-hmm. and just filled with light, which could also be symbolic for the light bearer, Lucifer. Lucifer was the light bearer. Yes. You know, so like maybe that has to do with it. But either way, it's basically making a mockery, which is what Kendrick alluded to in his own album. And even Kendrick is being uh, seen performing with the crown of thorns on his head and the crown of thorns is studded with diamonds. Mm. So it's like he kind of like gave heed and and kind of warned us of of how celebrities can't be trusted because just because they're a celebrity doesn't mean they're good people and that everybody's making a mockery but then he's also doing the same and maybe kendrick is doing it trying to really awaken people and say like hey pay attention to what i'm doing or to what i'm forced to do which is what i think kendrick is kind of kind of doing but that's me being an optimistic and viewing kendrick as one of the few good apples in the bunch that just has to play the game but maybe has undergone a spiritual awakening that has made him more um propelled i guess to communicate and to kind of like save everybody yeah 
And and I found that I find that really interesting because there's a lot of celebrities who do reference themselves as Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. just like Kanye does it, and even ASAP Rocky, for example, refers himself as Lord Flacco or Lord, Lord Pretty Flacco Jody. Right. It's like it's it's just strange that that they use you know the greatest symbol of Christianity, which is Jesus or or God even. And and frame like frame it in a way where they themselves are Jesus. as powerful or are Jesus or are God. And like you said, it's it's almost as if they're inviting people to worship them and to praise them and to bow down to them or to uh, lend their ears to everything that they're saying and to lend their attention to everything that they're creating. Right. So just yeah. interesting. Because Kanye has has. So wait. Yeah, Kanye has depicted himself as Jesus wearing the crown of thorns and the Rolling Stones cover, just like you said. Uh, Nas has been depicted as Jesus Nas in a too? music video, Hate Me Now. Uh, Tupac, Diddy, uh, Absol, Dave from, you know, the white rapper, Jewish rapper, Dave, Dave, has been seen on a cross during his presentation, his concerts. Wow. And I don't know if you knew this, but this kind of blew my mind, and this is completely off topic, but it's interesting. Jay-Z dropped his Blueprint album on 9-11. The day the towers fell, Jay-Z dropped an album called The Blueprint. And Jay-Z is often viewed as like the leader of the Illuminati when it comes to leading the entertainers, right? That sector of this broader system, I can imagine. And he came out with something called the blueprint. Mm -hmm. The blueprint to what, Jay-Z? On 9-11, dude? Wow. And it was after the, like, the crash, you think? On the same day. Like, I don't know if it was before or after. That's unsettling either way. And he's also seen as being associated with, like, Freemasons, right? Which we've talked about. He is a Freemason, not just associated. Wow. Jay-Z is a Freemason, and there have been pictures that have been unearthed showing him in the crowd of other Freemasons, basically during a lecture, Mm. dressed in Freemason garments. I think we've seen those together. Right. And he's always throwing up the sign. Yes. This is either the all-seeing eye or it's the triangle, the all-seeing eye within the triangle. So these are all Masonic symbols, the 666, Drake, your favorite artists, Google your favorite artists, all of them do this, mm-hmm. and all of them do this, and all of them do this. Every single one of them, without fault, every single entertainer. If they're big, they've done it. Yeah, sold, sold their soul. Sold their soul, showing allegiance, basically. And the concept of selling your soul seems very abstract if you like take it at face value. But what it truly means is that you're just agreeing to be a puppet pushing this agenda and partaking in this game in order for you to reap the benefits and fruits of having your, your kingdom of God on, hev- on earth. So the kingdom of heaven on earth, basically mm-hmm. your mansions, your black... Uh, limitless cards, your access, your fame, your your worship, being worshipped as a god, you know? Yeah. They All these things. Promise. <laughs> promise the riches for sure. And one more thing about the, the, the baby video is you can also see him with like scars, which could be resembling or symbolizing of the whip wounds right. that Jesus, you know, uh suffered underwent right, in the passion underwent of God, uh, Christ before being crucified 
So that was also that also like struck a chord with me. I honestly felt <laughs> uncomfortable watching it because he he's also seen wearing a diaper. It seems like even though like when you look at when you look at statues of Jesus on the cross, he's seen wearing a cloth, right? And it's mm-hmm. obviously blooded and whatever. But when like in the in the baby's video, sorry, I can't speak. Okay. In the baby's video, it looks like a diaper. And I saw that before recording that video, he was like walking around in a diaper outside. Mm. And then I don't know, it's just weird. It's just strange. It's like That's a good point because in the in the video, it's clearly an emphasized diaper. It's an over-exaggerated garment, right? Like it's not like a slim fit cloth that Jesus wore, right? It's literally a diaper, which is on brand with what he represents. He's the baby. And before he blew up, he was seen walking around the streets of wherever he came up, shirtless, wearing a diaper Mm -hmm. and with like a stereo box um, alongside, basically playing his, like playing his music. And a lot of people believe that that was a humiliation ritual that every major artist bef- before they blow up have to undergo. So you have to be humiliated to to a great extent or to some extent, depending on how much fame you want. And another crazy thing about the baby is that right before he blew up and, and he tweeted this, like he went on Instagram, either Instagram or, or Twitter. He wrote that when his album was at number three, he checked the charts and saw his album at number three. And then moments later, he received the text from his brother stating that his dad died abruptly without explanation. What? And then right after his dad died, his album shot up to number one. And he doesn't know why. And and he basically tweeted or wrote that out of nowhere, his album just went from number three to number one right after his dad died or when he received the information that his dad had mysteriously died. And to this day, he doesn't know how or why his dad passed away. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. You know what that reminds me of? It it's exactly like what ASAP Rocky said. Every time he puts out an album, he's lost someone very close to him. So his sister, for example, ASAP Yams, who was his closest friend, and he actually put in a song. I think it was with Frank Ocean. Um, is it is it the song with Frank Ocean called Purity? I don't know, but he writes or says rather lose someone every release. Mm, and that's, so that's yeah every time he's every time he's put out a project he's lost somebody and so he felt like he he even says like feel like a curse is is um within me, me right or, or cast it on me like that's also part of the the lyrics so i think it's interesting too that like all of these artists who 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 are like how do i put this 
Oh, sorry. I'm like trying to get my words together. But all of these artists who put passion into a project almost have to sacrifice somebody in order for it to perform well. And that happened to ASAP Rocky with that long last ASAP because he had lost, I think, his sister or something or it was mm-hmm. ASAP EMS at the time. And then that album performed very well. And I've heard a conspiracy theory that ties into what you just said about how musicians, specifically hip hop artists, uh, produce something called a sigil. So a sigil is basically a magic spell that's casted on a record. And the prerequisites for casting the spell is murdering someone Mm. is basically taking a life. So if you take a life, then you basically uh, go into the studio and sometimes they do it while they're in the studio or 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 while they're like singing their song so they take a life and then that's when you like basically um have this sigil created and that sigil serves as a magical power that really propels your art into the universe gives it more visibility and a a larger audience right and And that's what a lot of people say happens with like big artists like jay-z for example like he's like like he's basically supposed to be in prison but then he had one of his homies take the fall and then his friend uh spent like 12 years in prison when it like took his place wow but basically like that was around the time when jay-z was consolidating himself as hove Mm -hmm. as the god of like hip-hop basically you know almost like a mafia boss too yeah so it's just interesting and then it ties into like the the whole sacrifice thing so maybe that's what happened with the baby going full circle yeah and the last the last thing i want to say about the baby is i found it interesting too that he's wearing a diaper because it could also be seen as child like child sacrifice right you know sacrificing his inner child or just or just child sacrifice that maybe goes on beyond behind the scenes like literally but anyways last comment (laughs) it's just curious how the baby's uh fame like the the album that granted the baby his fame was the one that has as an album cover a picture of his dad holding him on his lap so it's just interesting how it's his dad specifically you know yeah and i don't know if that was before or after his dad mysteriously passed away so it would be interesting to find that out because if it's before his dad passed away, then that just adds fuel to this conspiracy. Even know? after. Even, even after, it's just basically giving a nod to like, hey, like, all right, we've accomplished this. Yeah, this is what you gave up in order to yeah. reach this like pinnacle in your career. And it's so strange, too, how a lot of album covers, especially hip hop, like Lil Wayne did it with the Carter three, I think. Um, have have like pictures of like babies on them yeah themselves you know? as babies biggie, is it themselves yeah biggie biggie uh lil wayne uh the baby you know and i i bet there are like many others but it's just interesting i think it's like what you said before too it's like giving up your inner child and yeah. stripping yourself of of all of your innocence and being and completely com- committed to this entirely different new life that's tainted and corrupted right i think that that might be a little a little play in it sacrificing whatever purity you have left yeah giving into this devil satan that governs the lives of everyone on this planet yeah speaking of government (laughs) this is like so off of like what we were just talking about great segue i'm gonna Oh, really? <laughs> I'm going to read really quick because I feel like it's just easier for me. 
I have a hard time remembering my theories, but I came up with this. All right. So hear me out, guys. This this is a crazy conspiracy theory, by the way. So I have a crazy conspiracy theory that states that the government does not want men to smoke tobacco because they want to strip men of their masculinity. So let me explain. If you didn't know, smoking tobacco or cigarettes is actually known to increase testosterone, right? And aside from libido and swimmer production, we know testosterone is responsible for deepening, uh, deepening a male's voice during puberty and plays a role in a man's strength and muscle growth. But did you also know that having higher levels of testosterone also correlates with lower levels of depression, higher energy, and a generally higher sense of self-assurance? So, not to mention, revenue made from cigarettes has decreased significantly, and that is why the government decided to legalize and decriminalize 420, also known as Mary Jane, so that they can get their tax cut from it. Mm. Hear me out where I'm going with this. Another reason the government would, would rather you smoke the plant instead of tobacco is because smoking the plant as we all know, neutralizes someone. It, it makes them operate at a lower frequency and at a lower speed, and it kills people's ambitions. It makes them feel lazy and tired. So they don't want power-hungry and masculine men. Their goal is to keep as many people tamed and subdued as possible, and that is why the government does not want men to smoke tobacco at all and why they market it in a way that it's harmful to your body because because that's the agenda that they're trying to push out in order to in order to make this excuse so that men don't, you know, give into it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. And it makes a lot of sense because if you want to subdue a population just like you said so that they're more easily malleable and more easy to control, you would have them what just just more laid back relaxed open-minded you know and like that's what a lot of um anti-pot people say like 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 they claim that it's too like it's opening your mind man well 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 no those are the pro pot people <laughs> but they they basically you know claim that it that by opening your mind you're more susceptible to both good energy and negative energy and maybe that's what the government wants. Like they just want you to sit down, play some video game, man. Just, just, just smoke some pop, man. Eat, buy food. Yeah, buy unhealthy spend, food, junk spend, food. Yeah. Feed your body all these like you know um, lazy, like lazy nutrients. Yeah. Instead of you know hunting for your food and tracking your your calories and your intake yes. and like working out and just and just being ambitious and being open like aware you know of like everything that's going on right so that makes a lot of sense that's because a great theory. because another thing too if you ever look at movies and stuff and i know you shouldn't use movies as as an example but if you reference or look at movies and tv shows and you see the men smoking cigarettes they're always like very self-confident very they carry themselves with a certain demeanor that's that gives this illusion of power, right? right? Like that gives this illusion of, of um, controlling the room. Confidence. Yeah, con they Just exude it. Exude it. Pores, right? Exactly. Jinx. Jinx. You owe me a soda, yeah. not a soda, because like, ah. ah, unhealthy. But. but yeah, that's a great example. Right? Yeah, and they're seen as manly, and and so 
I don't know. Like that's something to take into consideration too. But it it, it is actually shown that tobacco increases testosterone. Increases. Increases. In, increases testosterone. Like nobody can argue this. If you Google it, it'll say it. They've like, done studies where it shows that men were able to retain higher levels of testosterone when smoking cigarettes. Right. So how do you explain that? And this is going to be an unpopular opinion, and I have nothing against it. I'm making that very clear. I have nothing against it. I'm just saying that if you look and analyze just the evolution, quote-unquote, of just masculinity from maybe 50 years ago to now, this whole, like, toxic masculinity and basically villainizing the idea of being a man has led to what like men painting their nails now men cross-dressing but like not even in in like a transgender sense but more so of like a um gender fluid sense which again there's nothing wrong with it but at the same time you have to like question like what like what is basically serving as the catalyst for this transition what is the end goal with this transition why is it bad for for men to be men and I'm going to stand by that. I don't care if that's viewed as like anti this, anti that. That's my stance and that's my opinion is that I am grateful for like men. I don't know, like Joe Rogan, for example, who promotes hunting, promotes archery, promotes working out, promotes doing these manly, uncomfortable tasks that kind of just reassures us men that, OK, like we still have this like innate thing that has been genetically you know like in like ingrained deeply ingrained in in our dna from ever since we were you know a caveman you know so it is important for you to like make that distinction and also make that decision as a man it's like are you going to paint your nails because everybody around you is coercing you and forcing you to paint your nails or are you going to paint your nails because it's a decision that you you consciously and have thought it through and you're actually going to make that jump and like actually going to do that I think that it's wrong to do it when you're being coerced and forced and just falling under or, this whole like politically politically correct um, zeitgeist. Or f- just following a crowd, you know, like following trying crowd, to follow yeah. the herd. Peer pressure. What I was going to say that you mentioned right now is like about the hunting and stuff like those are all primal instincts. And so I feel like I feel like putting your body through physical tasks like you're saying working out like joe rogan does or doing archery and hunting those are all pushing limits like on your body but also mentally as well and i feel like nowadays it's very easy to just like i said follow these trends or follow the herd because because it's easier than than it's low effort right than doing something that's challenging and that's going to put you through these these that's that's going to test your limitations and test your your oh my gosh i can't speak i'm very sorry today guys that's going to test your your <laughs> limitations yeah and that's going to reconnect you with your primitive animal exactly that lives and resides within each man you know because if it all comes down to survival and you just have to survive and there's a herd of zombies outside. It doesn't matter what you identify with. You're going to resort to your primitive DNA core tendencies and characteristics and personality. Right. Which has been just just drowned in political correctness and identity politics in today's age, especially. And but it's there. It's there and it has to be fed sometimes. And if you choose to feed it, you'll be surprised at just how empowering it is for you to exist in that space and develop a a um a 
a healthy relationship with that primitive animal mm-hmm. instead of villainizing and trying to kill it acknowledging it right and and even and even like sustaining it like trying yeah. to keep up but what I was gonna say real quick is nowadays you see that that girls are working out more than guys. Right. It seems like to me, like girls are over here pushing weights and getting freaking ripped and jacked and you know it it's it's like almost the complete opposite of what you'd expect, obviously. But I find it interesting now that it's not it's not really ingrained in the gender norms for men to work out even to to do exercise right like now it's it's what's the word i'm looking for it's acceptable if they don't and it's even encouraged it's like oh you know he you know what i'm trying to say embrace your dad bod right exactly embrace your dad bod or or if you're skinny whatever it doesn't matter and just like you said, it's like being more in touch with like feminine uh, sides of themselves, which which is also encouraged. Like men should should have that like healthy balance between their feminine side and their masculine right. side. But I feel like what what women are doing now is trying to fill in that void because I feel like inherently, like on a DNA biological level, our species is it like. How do I say this? Like they're they're basically trying to fill in that 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 power gap and that power void. You know, it's like oh, like men are becoming less manly, so now women have to become more manly, and then it's like that like switch. But then the irony of it all is that the masculine energy still prevails. Mm. You know, like yes. like it's necessary for our society to operate because we rely on strong leaders. We rely on like strong strong people right and that is related to masculinity but also emotional strength is also very important and the more you have of both the better off you are as as a leader specifically because just brute strength and power won't won't lead an army into victory right right. it'll just lead it into like a bloodshed you know that's true i i also see it that way too where girls are overcompensating now for the men out there who are lacking in the departments of physical strength and now they're just going hard at the gym and making up for that that lack of it because just like andrew tate says what color is your bugatti he says that like (laughs) you you need to basically um just 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 be a fucking man like is all i'm gonna say you know just like stop like stop listening too much to what society has to say this is me to you okay and don't take this out of context and don't whatever it's just listen to what i have to say it's important to have balance have balance so what color is your bugatti <laughs> my um, my point yeah. is if it makes you happy then go for it right. but if you're just doing it to, to to please everybody else right to please everybody like if you're not doing it for yourself then don't like don't do it you know because people look at bad bunny for example who has become a staple for that you know painting the nails and whatnot and then they see all the girls who are you know obsessed over him and and, and, and love him and right and have these hard eyes for him and then they just copy and paste the actions of these staples harry styles with the wide leg pants the trousers you know he's looking cute whatever and girls love him for that and so now men are adopting those those ideals that these these specific celebrities are setting and then 
you know, trying to trying Mirror trying them, right, trying to impress qualities. women instead of just being true to themselves and whatever that is. Right. Because if you if you haven't noticed in society now, it almost seems like women are like um what's the word repulsed and like appalled by men who are too masculine just like andrew tate right so they're like they they completely stay away from them they'll completely avoid them if you're someone who's too masculine it's seen as toxic masculinity oh you you just care about your aesthetics and whatever and i don't want to be around that because like i said women are asserting their position in you know in the world as they should it's like empowerment and whatnot and so you're not going to succumb to a man who is hyper masculine right and so they'll they'd rather go for the complete opposite which is a more Sensitive feminine man. right right like more in touch with his feminine side right so that's that's something interesting girls Anything else on the topic? That's it, yeah. Okay, so this is probably and most likely the craziest picture that I have ever seen on the internet that is unaltered, unedited, and fully authentic. Have you ever heard of the Calvine UFO incident? No, what's that? Look it up. So apparently this is the clearest photo ever taken of a real life, actual legitimate UFO. So on August 4th, 1990, two hikers near Calvine in Scotland took a photograph of a mysterious diamond shaped flying object hovering in the middle of the sky. For 32 years, that image dubbed the Calvine photo disappeared completely from the public eye becoming the object of speculation, theories, and myths. But now the groundbreaking image has finally resurfaced thanks to the efforts of British journalist David Clark. In the photo taken by two anonymous hikers who are still unknown to this day, a diamond-shaped object can be seen clearly flying in the sky, hovering over an open field while a fighter jet can be spotted in the background not too far away from it. Back in 1990, the two hikers brought the photo to Scotland's Daily Record newspaper for publication, but instead the newspaper handed the image over to the British Ministry of Defense, which kept it secret until now. And within those short 10 minutes, various fighter jets appeared and began circling this mysterious object before it rapidly, almost in the blink of an eye, disappeared and it's so clear that you can even see the small details that's what i'm saying it's like it's super like it's crisp it's crystal clear and it has been proven by experts to be unaltered because it's also something like it's a photograph from 30 years ago so unless everything was staged and everything was like made with props and they afforded this fighter jet or paid it to circle around and just get in the shot in frame at the right exact moment it it's real. Yeah. It's authentic. I can know? imagine some people will start saying it's like a blimp or something. Yeah. You know, one of those. An air balloon <laughs> yeah. or whatever they like started it saying. It kind of looks like the Star Destroyer thing from Star Wars a little bit from this angle. And I just want to quickly transition into another crazy conspiracy theory that has to do with farms. Have you ever heard of the Kentucky meat shower? No. What's that? Okay. So the great Kentucky meat shower mystery happened on the 3rd of March in 1876 when large chunks of flesh fell from the sky over Olympia Springs in Bath County, 
Kentucky. According to a New York Times article published the following week, the phenomenon occurred right nearby the house of one Alan Crouch, whose wife was outside making soap when it happened. And so according to this, it's not even a conspiracy theory. It actually happened and has been published in various news articles of the time. And they also preserved a piece of the meat to this day that has been, I think, uh, stored in one of the museums, I think in Kentucky or something. And apparently a lot of people have come to the conclusion that it might actually be human flesh. Other people have theorized that it might be vulture vomit. But then again, the people who witnessed the occurrence and who actually saw chunks of meat falling from the clear sky claimed that the sky was completely clear. There was nothing in the sky. And if it was vulture vomit, they would have clearly seen a, a flock of vultures flying over them and just vomiting. Right. Obviously. And to this day, after undergoing various tests by scientists and chemists from all around the world, they are still unable to conclude the origins of this mysterious meat, with some people even proposing that it might be baby meat from a human baby. That fell from the sky, while other people believe that it might have been alien spacecrafts who expelled and excreted these chunks of meat that are byproducts of human abductions and experiments conducted by them secretly in association with the U.S. government in exchange for technology. So it goes deep, like the rabbit hole goes deep. Jeez. It's pretty crazy. Wow, that's... That's mind-boggling. That reminds me of the movie Nope, where you see the spaceship ejecting the chunks of meat and blood that it just previously consumed. Exactly that. Exactly. That. And that was the first thing that came to mind because we recently watched Nope. And so to me, that made 100% sense. Like, what if Jordan Peele took inspiration from this event. very strange event, right? Because he was always a fan of the Twilight Zone which is that show on um, TV that's like more like mysterious. It's kind of similar to that other one that, that, that you tried to get me to watch. Teen Wolf? No, the the creepy horror stories one. Uh, American Horror Stories? American Horror Stories. So it's kind of similar to that, and it kind of gives that vibe, mm. you know. And he's a fan of horror, so maybe that's something that he was, you know. And maybe he has inside information. Who knows? Maybe. He's a big-time director, producer, actor. Or maybe he's looking for answers uh, to it as well. And making it up in his head and just trying to make sense of it all. Yeah. yeah. All right. So with that being said, do you have anything else to say? That's all for me. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. All right, guys. So uh, that was episode number 27 of the Mentally Gone podcast. Thank you again for tuning in and for lending me your ear or your eyeballs. Um, we recently went live on TikTok and we announced to the people who attended the live that we will be trying to push for two podcasts a week where this podcast that you're currently listening to is the more fun, conspiracy centric, um, more lighthearted episode that we'll be producing per week. So nothing changes as far as that. But then we'll be adding a second podcast where it's more serious in tone and focuses on more um, serious matters, you know, like um, mental health depression, anxiety, spirituality, day-to-day um, -day lives, tips, motivational tips maybe, inspiration, like things like that, that we also um, indulge in as humans and all of us kind of share that in commonality, you know? So we'll be also producing that second show. And if that's something that you'll be interested in, uh, you can find it on our YouTube channel and you can find it where you find this one. And we'll be sure to distinguish the two by different colored backgrounds in the thumbnails for our YouTube channel and for the audio versions as well. So it, it'll either be green or blue. 
Um, so yeah, so I, I just wanted to let you guys know so that you guys don't freak out when you see two podcast episodes a week. Um, and we'll also be responding to voicemails on that one. Yes. Right. And just really focusing on voicemails. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening again. Uh, don't forget to support the show by liking, leaving a review on the platform that you're listening to, subscribing if you haven't yet subscribed to the show. Share with a friend, a family member. Sharing it with a friend. That's our oxygen is like word of mouth, as Gary V says, the, the Gary V who says <laughs> hustle, 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 grind, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, don't forget that it's never wrong. To be mentally gone. Peace to the world. Peace out, guys.